don't care who knows From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl We like sports so we don't care who knows Football, 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 tennis, hockey, golf Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan Join the conversation at 512-834-1027 Now here are Jason and C.J. Hour number two on an Almost Sports Tuesday And uh, C.J., you remember back in the olden days Back at the the start of this show, like seven weeks ago, uh, when we pre lightning, yeah, yeah, you were keeping track of Jason Dick technical errors, a technical error tote board we had going. Exactly, uh, I think was it the lightning bolt that struck the radio station and melted our studio that put to put to rest is like you know what if that doesn't no, work, yeah, we, we, there's we, no we need. We don't have to count Jason's mistakes anymore. Well, if you were wondering at home if that thing still fires off automatically if you don't delete it, yes, it does. Yeah, yeah, it, that case, was my bad. If you're hearing two things yeah. at the same time, that's yeah. not us talking that was me that was a put put it on the board jason has still messed up he's capable of messing things up in the new studio but everything's fine man they rebuilt us a whole studio we got a phone line 512 we found a fan in the promotion shed we got we got a promotions shed fan running in the background everything is fine uh nothing is ruined including us separating our top five panic rankings in the nfl into two segments uh we got through four and five i have buffalo and kansas city who did you say, CJ? The Chargers and the Saints? Yes. Now I'm wondering, are we going to have any overlap in our top five? And if we, we, we might not. If we wind up with two totally disparate top fives, does that mean that this gimmick is stupid? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Number three in my ranking, CJ, the 2-1 and one Minnesota Vikings. Hitting the panic button. You remember week one, uh, they beat up on Green Bay, and they were like, oh, my God, is Kirk Cousins the, the, is, they, are they the best good? team in the league? Justin Jefferson? Do they have... How Potentially he, the best how receiver? He, how does he get so open all the time? Then they lose to Philly in week two. Then they need a, I'll call it, borderline miracle to come from behind to be, beat the Detroit Lions. I still don't buy the Lions. I don't think the Lions are good. And if you need a, a borderline miracle to beat the Lions, I'm a little panicky for you, Minnesota. The Lions competitive with Minnesota. They put up a lot of points on Philadelphia. Uh, those are garbage I mean, time points. Maybe they are good. Man, look, I'm ready to be wrong. I, I could be wrong about the Lions. Uh, I like Dan Campbell. I watched Hard Knocks. I don't believe you can shout your players into wins. Uh, and uh, that seems to be their biggest strategy there. It's just I'm, I'm going to yell. I'm going to yell a lot. Uh, who's number three for you? Number three for me, San Francisco 49ers. Ooh. Going to the Bay. Ooh. Your rookie quarterback Gets hurt. Doesn't look good in his first game in a muddy, sloppy Chicago. Gets hurt. Season ending. Oh, don't worry. Your backup, a guy who is maybe going to get traded for a lot in the offseason, but you held on to him. You've got Jimmy G. You've got a quarterback that took you to the Super Bowl before. You're going to be fine, San Francisco. It's all right. No, what the hell? (laughs) What what happened? What was that last week? The, The weird safety and just... No. I would tell you that Jimmy Garoppolo, I have never believed in. Jimmy Garoppolo, and, and I guess do the do they look smart now because they didn't trade him, because they held on to him, uh, and, and now that Jared, that, uh, what's it, I wanted to call him Jared Goff, now that Trey Lance, man, I don't want to put that stink on you. Yeah, that, was that a genius move to, to keep the dude? I don't know. I don't know that I've the, the Jimmy Garoppolo. You, the year they went to the Super Bowl, they had that game where they famously threw like five pass attempts. Kyle Shanahan was like, I don't trust you, Jimmy G. I am yeah, not throwing I, the ball. Hey, another and so yeah, another game manager taking a team to a, a Super Bowl. I keep saying Trent Dilfer. Am I right on that? 
Did Trent Dilfer? Trent Dilfer or, or am is, I thinking of someone else? Trent Dilfer is arguably the worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's Baltimore, he, right? He, yeah, the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a go. team that's built by defense and running the football. So, yeah, was he the the game manager type? Yeah, probably. But was it the defense that was dominant? So. Yeah. Look, no was. disrespect to sometimes Austinite Trent Dilfer. You know, he lives here sometimes. Yeah, shout out. What's, uh, up, what's up, Trent? You want to come on the show? He's a good broadcaster, too. Uh, no? Was that a no? Okay. Whatever you say. Uh, call, you know the number. Call us. Isaac uh, will get you on the line. Number two in my panic rankings, CJ, is the two-time reigning MVP just a game manager himself now? The Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Push the panic button, man. Aaron Rodgers is on pace to average his lowest air yards for, uh, ever in his career. A 14-12 to 12 victory over Tampa Bay on Sunday. Uh, he averaged only three air yards per pass. He doesn't go deep anymore. Now, is it because he doesn't have any receivers in, in, in Green Bay to, that are worth uh, anything? Maybe that's the reason, but I'm going to tell you, it's time to panic if you're Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Uh, number three was my San Francisco in the Bay, traveling to another Bay with number two. Two Bays, as a matter of fact. I'm going to hit the panic button on Tampa Bay and Green Bay. Watching <laughs> that entire game, it just looked bad. And I know there's some... They don't have any receivers. Tampa Bay, they could, they're going to get uh, a couple guys coming back. Mm-hmm. They have potential to get better. Mm-hmm. But watching Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers did not look great. They, I don't know if they forgot their bifocals or Metamucil or insert <laughs> other generic old. Maybe they were ready just to go watch Matlock and, and wanted to get off the field. I don't know. But it looked bad for both of those teams. And the only saving grace is, again, we don't know what their divisions are going to be. Who's going to win the South? No clue. Yeah. Tampa Bay's the easy answer. Uh, you look in the, in the North, you have uh, shaky Minnesota. Uh, uh, yeah. Chicago Bears are 2-1. and one. <sighs> Detroit, maybe they're good. Was that a bear growl? Did you just do a... <laughs> I don't do a good bear, CJ. <laughs> it was, the Bears it was are bad. Right. Are the Bears the worst 2-1 and one team in the history of football? They might be. They could be. They might be because I, that, that team is bad. All right? Still, they beat San Francisco. Beating week San Francisco one. in a monsoon rainstorm and doesn't you, count. You beat the Texans. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm du- I'm doubling down on the base for my number two. Okay, who's your I like I like that because number one, if the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers are pan- panicking at number two, number one has to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were. Uh, I the last week I think still number three in the ESPN power rankings, just the best teams in the league. And I said they don't look number three. Is nobody watching these games? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Because yeah, they do not look even close to the team that won the Super Bowl, whatever it was, eighteen months ago. To the the team that that won that division and was a, a scary playoff team a year ago. They don't look like that, man. And I think they're down to eight in the ESPN hour. But again, you're our ESPN power rankings. Evans and Godwin coming well, here's back. The deal. Maybe. Do you want to make excuses for him? Because yeah, Tom Brady was out there with no weapons. First of all, Mike Evans injury prone. Okay, sure. them hamstrings are are always barking at him. Chris Godwin injury prone. Julio Jones injury prone. All right, there's no more Gronk there. Uh, I think yet. Oh, he might. Might, might come That's back again. Some of our coworkers in earlier shows kind of oh really about that. Yeah, I don't. Is, is Greeny peddling a, a Gronk is coming back? They say, narrative out there. They're joking that uh, Tom's calling him after every game, saying, "Hey, I <laughs> hey, need man. you. I need you, man. Just come suit up." Even I don't know. I don't know, I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, but yeah, if I'm if I'm the Bucks, 
I mean, I don't know if I'm panicking as much as I'm like, well, we weren't supposed to have Tom this year. We were expecting to be bad anyways, and then Tom sort of uh, surprised us with it with a comeback tour. That position, you see it all the time. Like you, you can be great one year, and then all of a sudden it's just gone. Peyton Manning was great; it drops off and then, fast. And then he couldn't, he couldn't do anything. He couldn't throw the ball fifteen yards down the field. You he guys, did, he, he did win the Super Bowl in his last year, but uh, I, I still couldn't do it. Brett Favre at the end of his career, like you fall off a cliff there. And Tom Brady, I don't care how much avocado ice cream you eat, man. Epsom salt baths can only go so far. <laughs> there's gonna be. Is that part of the TB12 method? Does I don't he know, do man, Epsom I salt think. baths? I do. That, it's something. Oh yeah, I'll make it to work every You're a bath day. Guy, I'm a bath guy. All right, yeah. So, look, I get, I got, I'll enjoy a good bath every once and again. But I'm telling you, if you're using the bath to clean yourself, you're just as and in the words, oh, of you're the in great your own soup. Yeah, Cosmo Kramer, you're sitting there in a tepid pool of your own filth. Sure, right? sure. Take a shower, bath. People. I don't, I don't do it every day. Yeah, I'm. And I'm not declaring it over for Tom Brady or anything like that. But what I've seen for through three weeks of the season, and is it based on one of my fantasy football teams that's now 0-3, Tom? I almost had to start Ryan Tannehill this week, Tom. Uh, I would be extremely panicked if I'm the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who's at atop your list? Well, Ryan Tannehill, you should have started him because uh, he took these bad Titans uh, it wasn't even really him. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. I was really looking forward to an exciting, competitive AFC West where maybe like three of the four are going to make the playoffs. And now uh, these exciting Las Vegas Raiders, so much potential. Now 0-3. Could they get out of that division? Maybe. But they now have the tough part of their schedule coming up. And how many 0-3 teams? Have it doesn't happen very playoffs? often, right? Not, yeah, let's get on the stats. I don't think it's a... I think that's a statistic that stands out. If you're 0-3, it's almost a death knell uh, as far as making the playoffs. Yeah, I uh, obviously I, I wanted to do a thing where I have all of my teams be 2-1. and one, uh, Because, yeah... It, but you you're, should, you're not wrong with any of that, though. I'm you, not, sh- you should panic, Las Vegas. Uh, because yeah, it might be over. Like once you get to zero and three, it's you can start zero and two and fix things up. But like yeah, zero and three that's problematic, man. And that, those were three winnable games. Is Josh McDaniels not good, head coach? I mean he's 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 a good he's offensive a hell, coordinator. Yeah, I was gonna say he's a hell of a assistant. There's lots of guys like you know people Belichick guys that people act like that's just the worst thing ever. That if if we say that you're a bad head coach, like look, there is a a certain level of success. Or, or ca- capability that people have, and once they've reached that level, they're great. And if they try to go too far, it doesn't so so much work out. And look, look I, at, he's eleven and twenty. Look at the numbers. I can't host a sports radio program. I can host an almost sports radio program. Sure. Okay. And so, yeah, if you are, but, it, but if ESPN if, called you up to the next league, if they're bringing you right after, I would be eleven and twenty. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. See? That would be <laughs> same here. Is that what you said it was. Yeah, eleven and twenty. We're yeah. There's just certain guys. Look, I used to say this about Tom Herman. I like Tom Herman, all right? Same. He, he might just be a good offensive coordinator. He, I don't know if he's a good head coach of a football team. That's There's, there's lots of guys who are like that. Bill O'Brien. What's up? Yep. Josh Josh McDaniels. I think you you might be the, that right there as well. Uh, all right, 512-834-1027. Now, anytime I go to the phone, I'm worried it might cost me money. Let's uh, say. I hope not. Uh, uh, hi, it's Matt uh, calling about Tampa Bay. Matt, you're on ESPN Radio. What's up, man? Hey, first thing, I just want to say, love the show. Thank you, Matt. Jason, congratulations on your new addition to your family. I followed oh, on Very cute puppy, yeah. by the way. Yeah, a new family member. Thanks, yeah. buddy. 
but yeah, you said it last week, you know, uh, and I agree with you how t- Tampa Bay didn't look like a world beater. Um, I don't, I didn't agree with their third, uh, was it on the power ranking? Yeah. And, you know, it showed, it showed on Sunday. So I just don't like the way Tom Brady looks and I think he's missing a center. And that's, you know, he's on his third string. Yeah. Sure. Offensive line is busted up and all over the place on if, that team. If you think getting hit hurts normally, be 45 years old and get hit. And he's skinny. <laughs> he's skinny. <laughs> he is I was wondering, like, because I would see him sitting on the sideline. Is he sucking his cheeks in or is he just that skinny now? <laughs> I don't know, man. I know. They're like, it's, it's quite a... Quite a regiment. Thank you very much, Matt, for the uh, yeah. For appreciate the phone call. it. Uh, he's you know he's on the TB12 method, and so yeah, he's going to look a little leaner than. Oh, look at young, I just pulled fat. up his his headshot. Yeah, but I'm like that looks weak. He looks like d- test him for some sort of blood disease. You look like you need medical attention, Tom. It's, I don't think that that's the right. I don't that's know very that's, Matthew McConaughey in uh, what what is it the you know the movie Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. yeah. Did he have a medical situation going on? I mean, I'm not trying to make that inference. I'm just saying, like, look at this photo. He looks, yeah, I know, he looks I know. sullen. He, his right, his cheeks are like sucked in. Yeah. It, it, yeah. <sighs> you know how when uh, you're in a movie, when someone gets bit by the zombie and they try to hide it. Yeah. But they're like clearly like starting to get I'm pale fine. and John. Yeah. I'm fine, man. Tell no, me that's no, not, no. Tell me that's not Tom Brady. I don't have zombiness. It's yeah. just like, he's yeah. hiding the zombiness. He's, he got bit by a zombie in the off season, and that's what is that why Giselle won't come home? She knows that he's infected with the the, the zombie. Exactly. What do they call it? The I don't do zombie things. CJ, look at this. Picture Nor should my, you. Look, look at my dog, man. That is so cute. That is a cute poof. Many people have said that my dog doesn't even look real. We got a new dog. Uh, he's named Thorn. Do you like the name Thorn? As vicious I, I, a beast name as one could I was come up saying with. That I would, I, I, it was my creation, and now I'm sort of on the fence about it. I was like, I don't know that I love saying it. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel it as much anymore. But he's been, he's been named Thorn for eight days. You can't change the dog's name after eight days, right? I mean, we yeah, probably we, we can. Left, but we left Pickle for our dog, Mister President and Pickle. We, uh-huh. we didn't change him. I guess so. Yeah. You can always do nicknames too. Give right. if you have a middle name, you can you can go by that. Okay. Okay. How about Brady? In honor of our Thorn friend. Brady. Yeah. <laughs> TB. Uh, okay, we'll take a quick break. I do want to discuss one more uh, power ranking fallacy that I saw today. Uh, we'll get to that. Something about baseball. CJ's top ten list all still to come. It's almost sports. Jason and CJ back in a moment. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. 512-834-1027 is the phone number if you want to get in here. CJ, I have something about baseball for you in just something, a Something, something. But uh, Tuesday, every Tuesday at ESPN.com, our parent company, uh, they put out their power rankings. And I guess that's kind of how we wound up doing the panic rankings. It's a fun little almost sports version of the power rankings. We also we also get very bent out of shape when our teams lose. We're, yeah, we're more yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, d- depressive. We enjoy the <laughs> right. melancholy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, who do you think ESPN, the largest sports punditry conglomerate in the world, has decided is the number one team in the NFL according right. to their power? Rankings? I'm not going to look at anything. Yeah. I'm gonna. Say, I'm gonna tell you some hot take jackassery going. on. I'm gonna there. go with your Miami Dolphins you three it. and zero, oh, baby. You got it. You got do, it. do you remember when I showed you the viral video of Tua 
going to throw a deep ball to Tyreek Hill, and it went about 20 yards. Yeah, he, he bounced past it to him. He and, didn't now, even, and now they're the best in the league. What are we talking about here? Look, the answer is still Buffalo. Buffalo is, is, is sure. the, who, who is number two in their rankings. Uh, and the, they were without half their defense. I guess Miami did hold that offense to, what was it, 19 points? But you also butt punted. All right, your punter hit the ball right into to the. You made people ask, "Does is Mark Sanchez off the hook for the butt fumble now?" You can't be the number one team in football. All right, if now they uh, they're like, one of two unbeaten's. The Eagles are three and zero. Oh. Eagles should be number if, three. If you want to say to me that the Eagles are the best team, as a Cowboys fan, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But I look at that team and I'm like, man, they really are good. They're handily they, they are good beating opponents. The Dolphins good opponents. I don't think the Dolphins are one of the five best teams. I don't even know if I would put them in the top five because, despite being three and zero, all right. It's fun though because of all into, the controversy going into last week. They played eight quarters and one of them was good. Okay, they played one in the, the fourth quarter versus Baltimore, where they scored four touchdowns, five touchdowns, a bunch of points, and Tua had a, had a whole season's worth of yards in one quarter. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know that I don't know that I'm impressed with them. All right. But I the, like him. I like watch. It's dumb, but it's fun. The whole right? the whole point here is is three weeks into the season, nobody knows nothing. Okay, and if ESPN is telling me that the the Dolphins are the best team in football, get out of here, man. Get out. Hey, don't besmirch our parent company. Yeah. Uh, where's Baltimore on that? They're they're my current. Hmm. Uh, team I'm enjoying, even is though is number six, uh, up from number nine last week okay. on the uh, on the ESPN.com power rankings. You but know what? What about yeah. our Cowboys? Uh, I'm gonna keep scrolling until yeah, I find the Cowboys. Oh, what you got you, to <laughs> scroll? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, there's a healthy amount of scrolling going on right now. Jesus crikey! Uh, you know what? It's a snap, it's a smack dab in the middle. CJ, sixteen. The Dallas Cowboys at two and one are sixteenth. Sixteen, just ahead of the New York Giants, who they. The New York Giants went moved up three spots, moved up two spots, despite losing on Monday Night Football. Get out of here. Sense. What are you uh, doing here, man? My favorite analytic when I'm looking at teams, uh, not their record, but I like net points. And <laughs> okay. I, I just scrolled the net points. And, and going on that alone, Buffalo uh, Bills, your best team, oh. 53. So 90, 91 allowed, 38. Or, oh, sorry. so net points is like points scored minus points allowed. Correct. Points that's for That's a pretty money. good one to. That, that's to my go favorite by, stat in, in every sport, what I like looking at. Uh, 53 for Buffalo. Number two, your Jacksonville Jaguars with 46. And 38 to 10 win. Uh, Philadelphia so. Eagles with 36. And then from there, it kind of. Drops off into middling. That probably is a, a good stat, but you need more. The sample size is so small right now because some teams have played only three games. Some teams have played really yeah. good teams, and some teams have played other teams. Other teams. Okay, and now something about baseball. CJ, did you know the Atlanta Pra Atlanta Braves are the reigning world champions? Yeah, my Atlanta Braves. Your Atlanta my Braves team. They won the they won the, the Super the, the World Series yeah, last year. I think Chipper Jones was MVP. Uh, well, <laughs> maybe Jeff Blauser was on that team. Otis Nixon still out there kicking it. What was the name of the uh, Ryan Klesko? Had a baseball coach who Raphael Belliard. You remember Raphael Belliard? Oh, not I'm pretty sure he was head. an Atlanta Brave, CJ. And I, I'm gonna say he was famous for it. He he wore the two flapped helmet. He didn't have just one flap on the his double. Head. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a switch hitter. 
I remember someone, some baseball coach along the way telling me, uh, uh, Rafael Belliard, that's a, that's a hard name. Yeah, he was guy. a brave. Everybody a brave. model themselves. Uh, okay, this has been Almost Sports on the 1990s Atlanta Braves. <laughs> this isn't Charmin. No wonder I don't feel as clean. What happened? What? Are we playing a commercial? Oh, it, you know what it is? It's ESPN. Oh, it's the, fo- it's the computer. Uh, we love our parent company, ESPN. We, we love our... Uh, their website, but they will they will get you if okay. you don't turn them on mute. They start playing commercials randomly. So there you go. Shout out to Charmin, special like, sponsor of this. Sh- yeah. Charmin should be a sponsor just of Almost Sports because we're pretty much just S, <laughs> right? That's that's how it should be. Okay, salespeople get yeah. out there and let's sell ex- us. Let's explain this away. Is that uh, the, the the our ESPN overlords? They are monitoring this program, and there is only a a certain level. Of crap content that they will stand for. Yeah, and once once you're bringing <laughs> up Jeff Blauser. Yeah, once m- m- when now Raphael Belliard gets into the conversation, they're like, "All right, we got to wipe." All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I left the computer up on the thing. You know, still still adjusting to the new studio and such. My B. Two technical errors uh, for Jason on the show today. Uh, yeah, the twenty twenty. Two, one, 2021 Atlanta Braves won the World Series. How is it that they are just now being invited to the White House? Uh, President Joe Biden, who called last year's Braves uh, a, quote, unstoppable, joyful run, end quote, said it was one of history's greatest turnarounds. Uh, What happened? What did they turn around? They were really bad, uh, not going that helped them just steamroll everyone towards the end. Uh, uh, what Jacques Peterson, the dude with the pearl necklace, was one of them. Right, signed right, a couple of outfielders. Right. You said a lot of baseball players there. I know most of those. Uh, Joe Biden said, "Quote: This team has literally been part of American history for over 150 years, but none of it came easy. People counting you out. Heck, I know something about being counted out." End quote. All right, sure. Uh, doesn't it seem late in the season? Aren't they just like a week away from missing the playoffs? Yeah. Like their reign as champion is about to be officially over. No, no, they'll be in the playoffs. They will be they in the will. playoffs. I don't know if they'll catch the Mets, but they're, they're oh, top you know of what? the wild card. Okay, shame on me. They are a, a game and a half behind the Mets in the National League East, but they have clinched a wild card spot. Okay. My right. Braves. Congratulations. You're, you're Braves. Uh, and you're, I'm, I'm attributing this to you because I know that you, you have been following this. Aaron Judge hadn't hit a home run in a week. I know. What's going on, buddy? We, we Crumbling had, under the pressure? We can't had, take the heat? Had a chance to see it live while watching the Longhorns game. <laughs> Is that Are the baseball or perhaps football gods interfering because they're like, hey, don't interrupt the Longhorns' first be. quarter to show me an Aaron Judge strikeout? I, I want to see it. It is history. I, 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 it doesn't right. bother me if they do the split screen. It's still history, especially mm-hmm. to the Yankees fans. But It's important. It, I know is B- it, is Barry it, Bonds has is the history because yeah, it's not, it's not. He has sixty home runs right now, which I guess that that matches Babe Ruth's best season ever. Yeah, he's one away from uh, Roger Maris's AL record of sixty-one. The American League record is still sixty-one. Barry Bonds hit seventy-three. Okay, that's the record. And then McGuire seventy and Sosa Sosa right under. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. It's a do we need to cut away from games if he's going to. I'd like to see it. I, I would. I, 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 well, seeing, it's special to see those things live. Stop choking, Aaron Judge. I, <laughs> and what I would tell you. I love that they're pitching to him, too. Not every guy is, but uh, yeah. they're pitching. It's crap to not pitch to him, to walk a, a guy like that. I think that's just poor sportsmanship.
Yeah. Unless it's strategic to you winning the game at the moment right. to walk him. But uh, Well, uh, speaking of strategery things, I'm looking at a story basically talking about what uh, the, the fan who catches the record-setting ball, I think they're specifically talking about number 62. Uh, should you catch number 62... Uh, what are your options? Seems to me there's only one option. You sell it. I'm selling this. I'm selling this baseball. Sure. Would you like to take a guess what uh, the uh, auction houses have estimated home run ball number 62? Should it happen? Would be worth? I'm gonna go low and say 125 thousand dollars. Pretty good guess. It is. You did go a little low. Uh, 150 thousand dollars. Okay. Is what they think. Okay. But this, if if this, this was non record setting baseball, just in, baseball of note. Uh. But I guess there's always, like, there's some people who would say, oh, no, you shouldn't profit off of the, you just give it back. Give it back to the player. Or even worse, give it back to the team. No. Like, Aaron Judge, I think I have it here, he's made $36 million in his career. He just turned down a $200 million contract. He probably, at some point, is going to sign the mo- most lucrative contract in baseball history. You're just going to give it to him? Just gonna say here, no, here, I Mr. Judge, you should it, have this. In in baseball, it is tradition. If you catch a home run, uh-huh. if you catch the foul ball, uh, unless it's the opposing team, Throw there, there are back. there Throw are away. certain things, superstitions with that. But if you catch, if you're a Yankees fan and you mm-hmm. catch a foul ball. You, you go home with that, or you, you give it to a kid a row down from you, but you don't throw it back out there. Other sports, that's the thing. You don't keep the football after the field goal, or if mm-hmm. it goes in the stands, or same with the soccer ball, you throw it back in. Right. Uh, it's tradition. You get to keep the baseball. Yeah, you keep it. You we saw it. this in football last year when Mike Ev- it was Mike Evans, right? He caught Tom Brady's 500th touchdown ball, or maybe it was his last. He caught an important Tom Brady touchdown, and he gave it to a, a kid in the stands. Yeah. And eventually, I think that kid, he didn't full-on play hardball with him, but like that kid cashed in six figures worth of value before giving that ball back. Yeah. And yeah, if I catch the Aaron Judge, if the people are going nuts about 62 I'd be like, somebody's going to write me a check for for six figures. I ain't giving you back your ball, Aaron Judge. And the Yankees, if you're like, I'm a lifelong Yankee fan. I want the organization to have it. I mean, the Yankees are worth like $6 billion, yeah, right? you can throw me some change. I will give you the ball. You give me a half mil. What's the big deal? You're yeah. not going to miss it. And free whatever I can fill in a helmet. At any, <laughs> at any I'm, I don't care if it's root beer, beer itself, right. nacho cheese, yeah. ice cream, ice what, cream. whatever I can fill Nachos. in a batting helmet, I get, it could be hot dogs. Just a batting helmet full of, full of corn juice. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Pickle juice. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It, it, is this electrolytes. A, is this a one-time only trade or just, uh, you know what, I want oh, I want a, lifetime helmet racks. I get the money. I'm a season ticket holder for life. Yeah. And I get my <laughs> helmet filled with whatever I want, whenever I want, at any concession stand. Uh-huh. That's the rule. Do you imagine how much they're going to hate you in the concession stand workers yeah. when you just bring your old and th- They old have to helmet. sit there and pump the nacho <laughs> yeah. cheese for 45 <laughs> minutes to fill my helmet? Like, uh, oh, CJ's back. Wait, that's not going to piss him off. Jackass caught the home run what, ball. What's going to piss him off is when I'm nuts. on my third trip back to the stand <laughs> to, to now add hot dogs to my nacho cheese. Oh, yeah. Uh, this has been something about baseball. I understand we have a, a C.J. Morgan top 10 baseball list as well today. Yeah, we're going to talk uh, home runs, not individual, but overall home runs. Uh, we're going to go over those records because I was interested to know, hey, who sits where? And I think as part of the show, uh, instead of discussing the records, mm-hmm. we need to make an important thing for almost records. 
Almost we're records. almost sports. Well, that's we'll, we'll do an Aaron award. Aaron Judge is about to have an almost, almost home record. run record. See, that's pretty good. Uh, All right. There you go. <laughs> CJ's top ten coming up on the other side of this break. Hold on. Now back to almost sports with Jason and CJ on one zero two seven ESPN. What is a reasonable prediction? for Texas, West Virginia on Saturday. We're reasonable people around here. Uh, get to that in just a second. Hold on. Uh, but we do one every day here, a C.J. Morgan top 10 list. What Today it's the top 10 what? All-time home run record. Uh, we've talked about individual in a season, but uh-huh. I started wondering, hey, we've got a guy right now who's playing that I didn't know was playing that's climbing up the ladder. Uh, so I thought I would go and just find out the top ten uh, guy who did. It's climbing the ladder. And you didn't know he's currently playing? climbing the ladder. I did not know he was still playing. Um, I oh, knew he really? was playing last year, but okay, uh, we'll get okay. to that. Plus, my favorite player, one of my favorite players yeah. of all time, is on yeah. this list as well. Can I just say that I love the C.J. Morgan top ten list because some of them are uh, subjective. Your favorite Super Bowl halftime shows. Yeah, some yeah. of them are fact based. Like this is an actual st- list of the statistics and yes, confirmable. Uh, but most of all, I just love that I don't have to do any heavy lifting for it. So go ahead. Take it away, It's my CJ. favorite thing to help you. Thank you, You, you know, you carry the show, so all I can do is uh, copy and paste from Wikipedia occasionally. <laughs> I just accidentally played a toilet paper commercial on the air. Do I carry the show? Eh. You didn't accidentally play it. It no. played itself. Right. That was an intervention. We got wiped. <laughs> we got wiped. <laughs> we we got to wipe that segment. <laughs> In radio, there's a term for the delay called dump, yeah. but we're going to call it wipe. We got, wipe. we got wipe. Did you wipe that? <laughs> okay, good. Best thing to happen so far on, on Let's make note sports. of that. We're trying to add it to the to the hot key. Yeah, wipe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we need some sound effects. Yeah. Uh, number 10. Uh, a lot of these surprised me because they were in our lifetime. Number 10, Frank Robinson, 586, mm. former uh, mm-hmm. White Sox most of his career. Mm-hmm. Number okay. 9, our guy Sammy Sosa mm-hmm. at 609. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Jim Thorne, 612. Uh, this one, number seven, goes out to our friend Brandon uh, on the bullpen oh, after hold this. Hold on a second. Who was, the, who was number eight? Uh, Jim Thorne. Jim Thorne? Jim Thorne. Thome. I typed it wrong. That is a typo. <laughs> that is Jim Thome, not Thorne. That is the wrong word. But hey, we corrected uh, it before I had to Jim spend five bucks. Tomei. Tomei. Jim Tomei. Jim Tomei. Cleveland Indian. And who did he play with at the end of his career there? He was he was good for yeah, he was he was a White Sox for a while as well. Phillies, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Look, look, I don't come and claim to be a baseball historian under any circumstances, but I was like, I never heard of a Jim Thorne. But I, I'm who? happy that you saved me who? five bucks because oh, if, right. if someone had called right. in and corrected me. Yeah, you, you did it instead. So we've said pronunciations don't count. I should yeah use well, that this. was a pronunciation and a typo. Right, that, that was double. You, that would have been worth five bucks. Opportunity to re-explain the uh, what do we call it? The Burt Auburn uh, fact live checkers live line. Correct. If CJRI ever say anything that is just blatantly false, that is not correct, uh, you can call eight three four one zero two seven. Correct us. Uh, we've put a panel, an oversight board, and if it turns out that we were in fact wrong. Uh, we will put $5 into the misinformation jar. Write your name on it. Yeah, and then at the end of the month, we're going to draw a winner, and one of you fact-checkers is going to win all the money in the jar. Currently, $10 in the jar. 
both uh, the corrections made by Northside Dave. So, Dave, it's looking good for you, buddy. Are we opening this to Twitter, or do you want this <clears throat> on the phone only? It's because really supposed to be a way to a get lot of, more engagement on the phone. I know, but a lot of people do it after the show or listen to the podcast. Uh-huh. Call in the next day. Yeah, call, we'll yeah, say I'll call say in the next day. I'll say statute of limitations, I'm going to say runs weeks, okay? A week. <laughs> if, a, okay, a week. A week. We're gonna, we, I don't remember what we talked about last week. If someone was like, hey, what'd you and Jason talk about on Monday, I'd say, <laughs> Longhorns, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. Remember last week, I was like, "There's no way the Longhorns can lose to Texas Tech." Those sorts of things don't count. Bad predictions, Jokes, predictions. Yeah. yeah, I was not joking when I said this. <laughs> Never gonna. Uh, okay, uh, but yeah, I would say if you if Jim Tomei is on the list and you say Jim Thorne, I'm gonna say that 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 counts. But yeah, yeah, we, we you're got right. it. Just I, t- I nobody gets the bounty because I got it. No Jim Thorne. Uh, number seven, Ken Griffey Jr. Six hundred and thirty. Uh, number six, Willie Mays, six hundred and sixty. Number five on the list of your uh, the top the home run records, all time home runs. A Rod, Alex Rodriguez, six ninety six. I knew he was on the list. I didn't know he was up that high. Uh, but your guy, I don't know. Why I'm calling him your guy. I hate this guy because he's beat many of my uh, oh, no. my teams. Uh, still active, uh, Albert Pujols. Just got 700. It's going crazy. Uh, He's insisting that he is uh, retiring at the end of the year. It's clear he can can still kind of do it. Uh, Yeah. But uh, Pujols, one of the most prolific home run hitters of all time. He did it. I did not like St. Louis at all. He did it in an era where, for the most part, the performance enhancers were out of the game. I'm always going to say that with just a little bit. Well, of, I've, little got, bit of I've got a little caveat to performance enhancers when yeah. it comes to uh, several generations of these players, and we'll get to that after okay. the list. Uh, okay. In the meantime, number three, the one, the only, Babe Ruth, 714 home runs in his career. Uh, my guy, number two, uh, Hammer and Hank. Hank Aaron. Oh, he is a brave. He's a brave, yep. Okay. Uh, legendary brave, passed away a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, mm-hmm. uh, Hammer and Hank, 755. And then, of course, this is not the almost record. It's the record. Barry Bonds, 762 at number one. What's the difference between Barry and, and Hank? 755 and 762. Oh, so it's just, like, just a handful. It's a rem- it, it's He big held enough. on to get that record for sure. Uh, and, yeah. He, and he got it. But here's... Here's uh, some controversy in baseball. Is we all know about the steroid era, the the creams, the injections. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in the 2000s and back in like the 70s, two different eras that are coming to light now: the amphetamine era. Yeah. Did it make it to where you Greenies. were a better batter? Maybe not. But did it fight help you fight off exhaustion in a long season? Coming to light a little more. People were doing, yeah, doing the greenies, doing the amphetamines. Even yeah. even in 2000s, it was people were talking about Adderall. And uh, that's an ADD meds different impacts on players. Baseball has always, like baseball statistics, for whatever reason, have always been held in some sort of super precious, oh, baseball is a, is a game of numbers. And I'm like, is it? Because, yeah, all kinds of different, like the, what was Babe Ruth? The, the, the 600... The home runs that he hit with what I'm going to assume is the same club that Fred Flintstone used to run around <laughs> yeah. with. Okay, like I can't imagine a dude back in those days was hitting a baseball with a piece of wood and it going three. I can't imagine somebody hitting it a hundred feet. He was hitting it th- three and four hundred feet out of ballparks. That seems crazy to me. Comparing any of the eras, whether it's it was difficult. a time where they were doing performance enhancers or there's a time with the 
the greenies, the amphetamines. What does that mean? mean, The the rules are different. The The changing of the right. All of these things. I mean, analytics have changed the way. Now we're talking about exit velocity and teaching guys to swing for the fence and all sorts of stuff like that. I mean, you you just can't compare those things. Doesn't 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 make sense. Um, Barry Bonds, all time home run record holder. That does seem does feel a little wrong. It does, right? Dude was a super duper cheater. Yeah, and a jerk. But he was playing against every, all the pitchers were using performance Super enhancers as well. Che- yeah. You know what? You hit the nail Levels on the head. Out. He was a jerk, all right? If you yeah. would just be a good guy while you were cheating, we would have been... Wouldn't be as mad. We wouldn't be as as mad about Sammy it. Sammy Sosa comes off as lovable in some instances. Yeah. He played for the Cubs. Everybody loves the Cubs, yeah. man. There you go. I was just there the other day. I had a ice cream out of a helmet. And you knew two players. <laughs> I think it was just one. Oh, man. Hey, I was, trying, I was trying to hype you up here. Ian Happ and there was somebody Some somebody else there that day. Uh, okay, one more break. We'll come back, talk Longhorn football, talk about the Cowboys winning on Monday Night Football on the other side of this. Hold on. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. Patrick Brandon, the uh, bullpen is coming up next. Just a few more minutes of Jason, CJ, and you. 512-834-1027 is the phone number. How about them Cowboys? Upset of the the week? They were upset. Giants were undefeated. Upset of Monday night. Uh, The Cowboys, I think, were a a one-point dog in the game. Correct. Uh, One up in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Cowboys 23-16. They beat the Giants, who were undefeated. Yeah, at home. That is is correct. A competition of feet and field goals. Cooper Rush. Uh, man, what a what a matchup! Cooper Rush v. Daniel Jones, must, barn burner, must see TV, baby. Uh, I I started the program with a little bit of hot take. Jack Assery saying, uh, should the Cowboys just full on move on from Dak Prescott? Flip him now for some draft picks, offensive lineman, maybe a new receiver, put opposite CD Lamb, and take his forty million dollars a year and redistribute it across that roster. Said uh, 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 Cooper Rush is making only nine hundred seventy seven thousand dollars this year. CJ, that's a Moneyball? We can donate to him. Yeah, that's a pretty that's pretty dumb. But look, Cooper Rush, as far that that's what you want from a backup quarterback is in the disastrous scenario where your starter goes down, he can go out and win a Manage couple, a game. Go Correct. out and win a couple of games for you. And yeah, if you get a a good defensive performance, which these Cowboys, it's pretty incredible the way that they're playing on that side of the ball. They're getting after Daniel Jones last night. Uh and just get you back to your starter without the season being over. You can't really ask for more. And that's what... He's won more games than uh, Dak Prescott I mean, has this year. He's undefeated, CJ. He's 2-0. and yep. Dak Prescott is undefeated. Okay? He's 0-1. Yep. So... The numbers don't lie, as they don't, say in well, sports. They sometimes, sometimes Well, you lie. can use the numbers to lie, as we know in radio and sports. I think there's a clear pecking order in the NFC East uh, now. And I'll, I, I say that just 30 minutes ago. I said during our panic rankings, it's only been three weeks. Nobody knows nothing about nothing. But do you agree with uh, the NFC East? It goes Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, not Redskins last. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess you could argue about the the commanders and the the Giants at the bottom, but it's clear that the, the the Cowboys and the Eagles are the two on the top, and it's clear right now that the Eagles are a better team. Yeah, they're, they're undefeated. Jalen looks good. He, he's doing Jalen all Hurts the things you'd want him to. You know what? That's a better one. Uh, rank the NFC East quarterbacks. Are all you right, ready Cooper, to Cooper Rush? Cooper number Rush one. one. Uh, we'll go Jalen Hurts two, Dak Prescott three. Uh, then we're going to go uh, Carson Wentz, 
and Daniel Jones. Uh, I put Dan- I put Daniel's Dan- above. Cook. I put yeah. Daniel Jones ahead of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, he does cer- certain things. Like he might be the best thrower of the football in the division of of all of them. That's how he got drafted so high. That's why teams continue to. But he's just gonna do twice a game. He's just gonna turn his brain off and, and be like, gonna "Here, I'm gonna try and underhand lefty flip this to." Oh, it was intercepted. Ah, oh, well, you know what? It's only the thirteenth time of my career that I've done that. Maybe I'll learn my lesson soon. So yeah, that guy, I I would not be interested in in the in the Carson Wentz business. Although the Daniel Jones business doesn't doesn't look great either. I don't know. I just hope Dak comes back and the Cowboys return to contention because after week one, I had just dis- We hit the panic button. Yeah, decided that it was over for that. It, it was already coming into the season. Things didn't look great for the Cowboys right. as is. The only saving grace was a weak division and not knowing. We didn't know who the Eagles were going to be. Uh, you can assume the Giants and Commanders aren't going to be great. Right. Um, so that was the only saving grace. Then Dak goes down, and it's like, oh, oh now no. we're really screwed. Yeah. The only guy that can actually make stuff happen is is gone. Turns out, looking looking okay. Just keep the ship one, afloat. One keep... twice as an underdog. Yep. And yeah, the things are everything is fine. Nothing is ruined. Uh, I like to sometimes say, CJ, I'm trying to be a more self aware fan. Does that make sense? Does that hold water? Uh, you know what? I'm going to put you in charge. Wrangle me anytime my longhorn entitlism is getting out of control. Okay, I need a wrangle sound effect. Okay. <laughs> uh, we can also use it for a hot take rodeo. Yeah. Some kind of wrangle. What, just, I want to avoid the situation I was in last week where I had just assumed there's no way. There's no way that Texas Tech can beat the longhorns. Are you kidding me? The amount of talent that we have over here on this. Uh, and so, yeah, when it happened, it was it was quite devastating for me. And so I'm trying to avoid that. And now I'm looking toward this Saturday's matchup. Longhorns back at home, hosting West Virginia. I guess the betters believe in us because it's up to 10 points. What was it yesterday? Was it just nine, nine and a half? It means there's been a little bit, little bit of money coming in on the Longhorns that uh, people believe in, in the Longhorns. But what did you say? Is West Virginia the worst team in the Big 12? And Texas, both it, are no. the <laughs> team in the Big 12. I just told you to wrangle me if I stop being a self-aware Longhorn fan. And, and you said that we're the worst. That, that can't tied, be true. Tied with that West cannot Virginia. be true. If West Virginia is the worst or among the worst teams in the Big 12, then Texas should beat them by five touchdowns. But that would be a silly, unreasonable take to have, right? Correct. Like, you can't pick the, the 42 to 10 as I want to in my heart. I don't. And West Virginia is not. They're 2-2. Two and two. They're not bad. I mean, right. the first game of the season. Pittsburgh? Was that they, Pittsburgh? Yeah, the pit. The yeah, rivalry's good back. Good, great game. Yeah, they could have, should have, would have won that. Didn't, but... They're not. They're not terrible, and mm-hmm. it's going to be closer than you think. I think Texas comes back, and I think they are more than ready to play. Uh, I, th- I think they're angry. I think they're embarrassed, and I, I think you're going to see. I, I call UTSA a letdown trap game because that's very much what it was right after that momentous Alabama uh, almost win. Mm-hmm. You then have a home game against an opponent that sure year before was eleven and two. But it's it's UTSA, they're UT. They didn't play well in the first half. They made some adjustments. They came back. They look good. Tech, again, another huge trap, the biggest trap, the one place where I wouldn't want my team to be playing is Jones Stadium on the road. This week, I think it's it's right the ship, and I think they're I think they're going to come so out and play could, really good. It, there we, uh, a, a blowout could be coming. A Texas on the right end of a blowout I, could be coming. I'm not thinking a massive blowout, but I, I think uh, yeah, two touchdowns. 
win. Um, however, on the other side of that, going back to last year, if we start seeing a game getting too close, closer than it should be, too late in the game, are we going to start seeing some heads dip and some mistakes made? Right. And, and they're like, oh, crap, here we go again. Like, can they... Can they stop that from happening? You, you would think a good strategy to becoming a more self-aware Longhorn fan, as I have uh, set forth as a, as a goal of mine, would be to learn from my mistakes in the past. And I'm sure you can go back and find a year ago when the Longhorns were what were we three and one after Tw- the twenty eight to zero on OU yeah, at uh, one point uh, up by three three and scores and more again four scores against Oklahoma. And I was like, we're doing it, guys. We are back. And then they would lose six in a row. <laughs> they yeah. would, and so yeah. When the wheels come off, I mean, they can come off. The wheels can come off, and the you know the the axle can grind against yeah. like the the axle falls. Pretty soon, you don't even you're not even resembling a car anymore. So I I I'm, I'm just trying to be careful. Trying and to be again, careful with my delicate heart. West here. Virginia's two losses to ranked team. Well, Kansas isn't ranked, but they are undefeated. Mm. Um, Lost to Kansas, Kansas. That is an outrage, all right? And lost to Pitt. In the same way that Texas is probably overranked most years just because of the brand name, they're 4-0, man. Kansas is 4-0. That should get you into the top 25. That's, that's yeah. bull. Yeah. That's bull that Kansas is, is not ranked there. Uh, I actually had a I had a, a Longhorn friend text me yesterday saying, "Hey, should we go to Lawrence? Should we go for the Kansas game this year?" You might as well. You you went viral last uh, year. Oh yeah. Now you can be that guy. I I made a guy a Kansas fan who was at DKR last year. I made him famous on the internet. Uh, and that's I, all anyone wants. Yeah. Should I message him and be like, "Hey, dude, uh, I don't want to be famous on the internet, but." Maybe you got a guest bedroom or something like that for me to stay, stay in. Do a follow up. I don't even video. know where Lawrence, Kansas. How do you get there? You fly to Kansas City. You ride a tractor. I've never. You ride a tractor all the way to yeah, Lawrence, man. Kansas. Yeah, thank you. Well, once you, once you get up through the Panhandle of Texas, yeah, that's it's all just tractors. Oh. Okay. Uh, Quinn Ewers this week? No, he shouldn't play this week at all. I mean, if he's when he's when he's healthy, he should play. If you're telling me that he's recovered, are you saying he's got to get 100% or you just want to save him for get a, OU no matter what? Both. 100% and save him for OU no matter what. Well, what if he's not 100% come OU time? Do you play him if over Hudson Card at that point? I don't know, man, if he's not 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas City. Lawrence is right next to Kansas City. Really? And then just up the highway, you have Manhattan. So you can make a road trip out of it. Mm. Oh, so I can hit both Kansas yeah. and Kansas yeah. State. Uh, stop! Uh, I'm in, not in, stop in Topeka no, on your way. Okay, um, capital it's city. On the way. Yeah. What the, what's in Topeka? Um, you know, there's they have farms. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Okay. <laughs> this has been Jason and CJ on Kansas. They have a zoo of Can- Oh, a zoo! They have a my a, goodness. They have a zoo, a park, a Riverside ATV. And they have a uh, Hyatt place there. Oh, okay. A Prairie Home Cemetery. <laughs> Look at that. You, you got a lot of stuff to do in Topeka. Oh, fun what, show today. Guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. The bullpen is next. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun. Right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one. E to the S to the P to the N is all I watch because I'm the man. If my team loses, I'll be mean all night. If you tell me to relax, we'll get in a fight. I like my friend. He's a real guy's guy. He's not a loud mouth like that. Oh, Steve.